I know you die. Evening and welcome to Sportletics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker, and my cousin Todd, ready for you to make him go viral. <laughs> Tonight in New Hampshire and other states, they are researching whether or not Trump is eligible to be on their ballot for president because of 14th Amendment conflicts. Stephen is back with NASCAR. We'll hear what he has to say about Bubba Wallace. Should he stay or should he go? Mitch McConnell as Senate leader. He is backing the Senate Democrats as they support the Biden administration's agenda of a $40 billion plus supplemental spending package on Ukraine, border security, and domestic disaster relief. Colorado and Deion Sanders, they are tearing a new one in college football. We'll talk about that as well as the NFL with Aguna. And the Fulton County, Georgia courthouse had their first, I don't know, but they had their first television hearing on the Trump RICO trial. We'll talk about that and more if we can fit it in. First up, Stephen and NASCAR. What is uh, Bubba Wallace doing with, and what's going on with NASCAR, Stephen? Oh. Make the playoffs. Can you start Did again, please? Yeah, did you say that Bubba Wallace did not make the playoffs? Because I, I believe yes. he, he he did make the playoffs. It's just he can't get like team, team like team points and manufacturer points or something or something happened. I don't know what happened, but I'm pretty sure he's in the playoff picture. I'm I'm not a hundred percent now that you say it because my mind has been a little bit off of NASCAR now that you know of course the NFL has come around and now everything's all NFL all the time. But um, I'm pretty sure Bubba is the last one to make it in. If he's not, I'll eat a hat, just like Nas said he would. And But, you know, the difference with Nas is I'll come on this thing here, I'll show my face, and I will actually eat a hat. I may have to be hospitalized afterwards, but if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So we'll take it from there. <laughs> so anyway, they're going to um, – I think Bubba's fine. They're going to Kansas this week. It's a cookie cutter kind of safe track for people. Uh, it, it's not the best track for, like, if you want to still talk about Bubba, not the best track for him, but he should get a top 15. He's been doing better lately, and, and, and his team's been doing better lately. And I thought Ross Chastain would do better than he is, but he's not. But they're going to um, – it's it's uh, it's the playoffs and it's it's NASCAR and the and one thing NASCAR has done is they've they've also started something new, where they're going to have you know people come in to train and and be a part of their organization. But there's a group of people they're not letting apply, and I just think that's kind of harsh, because maybe everybody wants to be a part of it, and. Maybe one of each could be in there. I don't know, no, but, but NASCAR's got me a little bit, little bit pedo. Yeah, but when you say that 
Okay, you, they got you PO'd because what? What are who are they not letting apply? Caucasians, Europeans need not apply. That's what they're doing. For what? What is it called? I I I heard it like a, about a week ago, and I don't know what it's called, and I haven't looked looked through it anymore. But I heard it about a week ago, and it's a guy I, I very much trust, and he said that they're doing a thing where they're bringing in everything every, everybody knew but they ha it's a diversity thing and if you're white caucasian european even if you're from europe you cannot apply it's everybody but you and that's that's like they were calling that a like a bud light moment you know that's like what is nascar doing but you know nascar is nothing but corporate it's nothing but corporation they can't survive without corporations spending money on them so what do you expect them to do? I, I, I'm cool with it. You know, I love racing. I, I think it's going to go away pretty soon, but I love it. I love it for what it is. And it's a lot of fun. If you saw this race like a week ago, a couple weeks ago, a, a car flipped like 20 times and the guy walked away and raced the next week. You know, this is a great sport and it's so safe and uh, it's so much excitement. It's so much fun, but it really does. Okay. Um, it so really is. As you as you can see on the screen, and I can't get rid of this other screen, it says nothing spells diversity. According to boundingintosports.com, nothing spells diversity, equity, and inclusion like blatant racism. NASCAR has decided to double down on their commitment to wokeness by offering a full-time paid diversity uh, internship, which specifically excludes white people. You know, that's not cool. So and I'm not, even if I wasn't white, program, I would think that not. <laughs> program requirements, be a member of one of the more, one of the following racist ethnic minority classifications, black or African-American, American Indian, Alaska Native, Asian, Latino or Hispanic, Native Hawaiian. Can you see that? Let me see if I can mm -hmm. make that bigger. Oh man, I just lost it. I'm sorry. Mm. There we go. Mm -hmm. Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islander. Aguna, is that something that NASCAR as a corporation should be doing? I don't, you know, it's funny because when these diverse, for some reason, all of a sudden diversity and inclusion programs have become a threat to the, our way of life. Um, yeah. versus op just giving someone an opportunity um, to bring in a different perspective, a different demographic of folks that normally wouldn't be a part of NASCAR. I see it as a good strategy. I mean, it's not taking, just because you're giving, offering a, a, a internship. We're talking about one internship, by the way. We're not saying we're going to kick all white people out of NASCAR. We're saying, okay, give this one student one internship to come in and learn the business, to get some exposure, just one person. Now, all of a sudden, NASCAR is embracing wokeness and every it's a threat to our society. It's uncool. We're being racist. We're doing a, no. This is just called diversity and inclusion. And you're giving someone an opportunity. This is this is this is part of America. The, the 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 opposite of this would be not to do it, right? Let's not do it. Let's not do any outreach. Let's not try to include other demographics and expand the sport, make it even more popular across the United States. Give up, give me a break, people. One internship does not sink the ship. Let the guy come in or a girl or whoever come in and learn. It's not a threat. Get over yourself. Stop it. Blacks, say it says blacks need not apply. You would flip 
your lid. If it said blacks need not apply, you would go crazy. If it said blacks need not apply, you would be rioting. You would be burning buildings down. If it said blacks need not apply, you would be burning the buildings down. You're full of crap, man. One at a time, please. One internship I don't care. a minority candidate, all of a sudden it's a threat. And the mm-hmm. only way that you can get around even the even the topic is to try to say, oh, what if it said blacks don't apply? Look, how many blacks are in NASCAR? Give me a break. It's diversity. Get over it. We're a melting pot. It says pot. whites not need threat. not apply. It says whites need not apply. That's not right. It should never be based on race. Okay, it should so be. It should never be based on race. Apply to the hundreds of okay. other internships. All right, Cousin Todd. Okay. Well, let me get Keith and then Cousin Todd. internship. It doesn't matter. Keith, it does, actually. It should be none. It should be none. I would, I, I would agree with Stephen. Of course I you agree do. with Stephen because, uh, you know, if, it's, if, the, if the wording and the text actually says no, you know, as Stephen said, no whites apply, then you are really just going back Hundred years. Yeah, yeah. But they don't care because it's white people. They don't care. It's white people. Caucasian means colored now. Shut up. Boo-hoo. Okay. Let me just. I didn't understand what Keith just said. You won't hear. You weren't what does that mean we're going back a hundred years? Didn't say why, Whites didn't say were discriminated why. against a hundred years ago? You're going to go back a hundred years and say when blacks were discriminated. No, it's not the same. You're not going to lie. We're talking okay. about one internship at NASCAR. One internship at NASCAR. We're not talking about... Okay, Todd, Todd, make your point. Todd. I hold these truths to be okay. self that all men are created. Uh, I'm going to talk about that uh, a little bit later. If Stacy gives me a minute, I don't have to do it now, but a little bit later, I want to talk about all men are created equal. Um, there, my family uh, was applying for jobs <clears throat> when the uh, in the paper it said light skin colored girl wanted for front desk position. That was no big deal in Philadelphia. So why all of a sudden the outrage? Light-skinned colored girl wanted for front desk position. Bold as day. And I can get the paper that it was in and I can show you. So where was all the outrage then? That's just the way it was. And... I just don't get Republicans, white Republicans, white male Republicans, having the audacity <clears throat> to uh, get outraged over things like this when uh, women get paid less than men for doing the same job as men. They're not getting outraged about that. Remember the Lily Ledbutter Act that Barack Obama tried to pass where women can be paid the same as men for doing the same job as men? So where are all the white male Republicans outraged there? You don't get any. It's until- an internship. Is it even paid? 
<laughs> I mean, what are we really even talking about right We're here? talking about, I don't want blacks to get in front of whites, and that's all there is to Somehow, it. Somehow, this is taking away from you yeah. as a white person yeah. because they're offering this job. It is beyond inch. sick. It's not even full time. Everybody should have an equal opportunity in this they country. Don't. They never did in this country. They never yeah, did. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Dumb, dumb. And he until we had, and, until and, we had, and Stephen uh, knows had it. So stop. Stephen knows we that. We have it now. We have women, it now. We that's why we have inclusion even, programs like this. Yeah. Women, women couldn't even diverse because yeah. given yeah. given its own devices, you wouldn't have diversity. That's right. diversity we, let's right. talk about women. Women we have not vote. Diversity is good. given their own devices. We would have diversity. No, we would not. Yeah, we would. When you go into when you go into a NASCAR stand or a race, how many black people do you see up there? That's because they're not interested. Oh, really? So how do you get them interested? Well, that's not part of their culture. Our that culture is part of our culture. It's a capitalist society. You go target yeah. demographic. That's what marketing yeah. and sales is about. Part of our culture. <laughs> NASCAR is about speed and racing. It's not about finances. NASCAR is a private, is a private a company. Enough. They can do what they want to do. Okay. If this is the part to get the money, Stacey, you have to it. move the show along. And because then we don't have nothing to do with them, and they will shut down. Then go ahead. Do it. Okay, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Todd tells me to move the show along after he slowed it up. We were talking about NASCAR, and then he took the show into racism, and then he took he slowed the show up, and then he tells me move it along. Well, I, I said move it along because Aguna is either drinking the Kool Aid or he's just I don't know what's happening, but where he would engage these two. Where he talk would engage Guna, don't tell these me to two. Move it along. You have to because the Guna will keep saying, "No, no, it's NASCAR. It's just one internship. It's just NASCAR. Uh, it's always been." And you're talking to morons. Stop. Yeah, we don't. We don't know if it's one internship. That's just what he said. We don't know if it's if he's actually telling the truth. Okay, well, we got Nas on. You're mad. You're uh, mad at somebody else is getting... Seriously? Not mad. Not mad. Not mad. Excuse me. You are. Why'd you bring it up? Politics. I just want equality. Equality. Oh, get over yourself. You can't keep talking over me. Welcome to Sporletics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. Welcome, Nas. He's on. Nas, do you have anything to say about this NASCAR internship that Stephen brought to our attention, which says that they only are requesting that people who are non-Caucasian apply. Uh, times must be rough over there at NASCAR, man. I don't know what the hell going on. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? How you there, doing, Nobs? The mystery man. All right, we're going to move one on. Inch. I was going to call him one a name. Call. I didn't do it. See that restraint? Thank you. I didn't call him a name. No, that's right. No name calling. Um, what Aguna, a college football, Deion a... Sanders and Colorado. His son went out there, played um, quarterback. And what was so interesting when I watched his son throw is he have a twist to the football. If you look at every throw that uh, Shador Sanders threw as quarterback, the ball spun multiple times before it was caught. What type of, of uh, pass is that called? A spiral? Oh. I don't know. That's how it's supposed to go. <laughs> but, you know, all truth be told, I mean, that was just a phenomenal coaching job. I don't know if Deion Sanders just did such a great coaching job or did TCU do such a lousy coaching job. But, Deion. You know, 
he won the game. And just keep in mind for our viewers, Colorado was like one in 10, one in 11 last year. And they beat the number two team going into last season. TCU was number two. And they went to the playoffs. No, they were a good team. And going into this game, nobody gave Colorado a chance. I think they were a 22-point underdog. They were, I mean, again, they had just pulled a lot of players out the transfer portal. You know, Dion had never coached at that level. And it was funny in his press conference, he even talked about it. He's like, he's naming receipts. Nobody gave us a chance. Nobody said we could do that. And, and they went in there. And not only did they compete, they won. But they they stayed competitive. The game was a very competitive game. It wasn't like you know a blowout, which people thought it was going to be. But for Colorado to go from one and eleven to all of a sudden compete at that stage with that team with those players on the road. Now this is not even in Colorado. This is on the road at TCU, and in college football, it's very hard to win on the road in front of eighty thousand fans. Especially against TCU, yeah. guys who never played each other again. He cleared house when he got to Colorado, right? So it was. I mean, again, you, whether you like Deion Sanders or not, I, mean, I love Deion Sanders, man. Deion Sanders is awesome, man. And you know what? And he's a great guy. He's got a great heart, and everything he wants to do is help people. And he wants to help these kids be have a better life. And he brought these kids over that he knows that are good, and they they're gonna work hard for him. And he's a he's a he believes in God. So I, I, he's a great guy, and I'm pulling for him now. I'm gonna put some uh, money down the road. He's, on, he's on playing Nebraska. Court. He's playing Nebraska at home in the in the Colorado home opener. So we'll see um, if he can keep the you know Dion Magic going. But it was a great game. It was a very yeah, it was a great game. game. People were rooting. I mean, it was people lost a lot of money on that game. By the way, I mean, <laughs> spread or against the spread or whatever. It's yeah. Vegas made out like a uh, like a fat cat. So yeah. but it was good. I mean, I think it was good to watch. It was good to you know it was good the fact that they had. That um that result. So congratulations to Dion. Okay, yeah, congratulations um, Todd, to did you want to Todd, Todd, you want to make a comment? Oh, sorry, Todd. You Todd, you're on mute. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, you put me on mute. Ugh, oh, I sorry. Can't. Uh, what did you want me to comment on? Uh, I think Deion Sanders was one of the greatest baseball players that ever lived. Yeah, he played baseball. He was a great baseball player. He had a, a ETA ma'am, of three, ma'am, three, two, ma'am, ma'am. I don't need any help. I'm just trying to work with you, man. Nas, any comment on Deion? No bites allowed. Going against, the, <laughs> going against the Nebraska Huskies this coming Saturday. Yeah, I mean the Nebraska thing probably doesn't matter. They're really not good, so I, I don't see that really, you know, changing anything. But ultimately, man, uh, shout out to Prime, the great pool hustler. Uh, th- this is the old pool trick. Uh, you, you walk into the pool hall, you say you don't really know how to play, you draw some people in and lose some money. Steve is going to put up some money in the, in the coming yeah. weeks on this, and he's going to lose badly because this is not a like. I'll put it to you like this. Does Dion coach offense? The answer is no. Does he coach defense? The answer is no. He's more like Bobby Bowden was in his tenure, where you bring in these guys. The OC that he got is a highly regarded guy. He's running that offense. They got over the second most portal transfers in one season ever. So that's why the infusion of talent is there. This is not the one in you know ten team that they had last year. It's a really talented team. Shador looks like an NFL quarterback. So who knows how long he's going to be does. there? 
Well, ultimately, this is Prime doing what he does for Prime. And, yeah, 21-point underdog to win is amazing, but TCU is not TCU. Max Duggan is in the NFL. That's the quarterback that was there last year. Quentin Johnson is in the NFL. It's the wide receiver that was there last year. A bunch of defenders graduated. So this is not a good TCU no. team. And I hate no, you know what? The people, the people, wait a minute, Nas. The people who make the spread, generally, the people who make the spread know what they're doing. The people that make the spread know what they're doing. Can't finish talking. Yeah, but it was huge. It was huge. So, like, I I don't want to be the one to pull the, you know, the needle off the record at the party, or Mm -hmm. let me update that reference. Take the aux cord out your car. But yeah, this is going to end really, really badly and sadly for a lot of people who think this team has national championship aspirations. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to go with that. So, you know, this is a yeah, bowl nobody's level. saying national I championship. I yeah, hear I hear you. This is a bowl-level, bowl-winning level team. They did a good but job. It's, a, it's a good news story. It's a good news story. It's a good news story. It's going to come down. They're going to come down to earth fairly soon. I, I, exactly. So, Aguna gets it. You know, it's not sustainable. It's, it's one of those things where – you know, it's the shock and awe ESPN Sports Center Monday morning. You know, they're going to be talking about it all week. And then if they go into Nebraska, depending on what, because again, once you start watching film and TCU, like I said, they didn't run the ball. They, they did not run the ball up the middle on, on uh, Colorado at all. And even Deion Sanders says, you know, they're small up front. So teams that kind of game plan and, and kind of figure it out, which a, a lot of teams are going to do after that because they're not no one believe me no one in that conference wants to lose the dr <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the say, other part why would the you say no one wants to coach. lose the dion <laughs> oh, oh because because he's going to talk after the game but it's the prestige thing of if you let dion get in and do this what who's to say the next hall of famer is not going to be able to skip the line and be able to do this now yeah. two to three years from now when dion gets his guys in there along with the portal oh he'll have a monster out there in colorado right right well you never so know let's look, at, let's look at colorado's schedule football schedule for this season you know the season is pretty quick they have um you see they beat D- tcu you see they have uh nebraska saturday at 12 o'clock and then they have uh, Colorado State, and then Oregon. What do you think about that Oregon Colorado game? Now that's not going to be no TCU game. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's going to be an interesting game, and they have a couple of top 25 teams remaining on this schedule. Um, that right, they I'm need going to through USC, about. Colorado, Colorado, Arizona State, Stanford, UCLA, Arizona, Oregon State. Washington State, Utah, and that's all I've got to November 25th if they make one of the bowls. Yeah, no, Any of these things be... you think are interesting? Yeah, all those ranked teams are going to be interesting. They're going to be in... So for people like Todd, who are the ranked teams? I know who the ranked teams are. Cheney University, Lincoln University, Howard University, Serena, Serena University, <laughs> Trump, Trump University. Uh, How about Nas. Trump University? Oh, Nas is gone. I don't know where he is. Don McEnroe. Nas. Yeah. Nas, did you want to talk about uh, any of these teams for people like Todd who don't know what Aguna meant when he said, uh, "How will Colorado do against the ranked 
football teams, what was he referring to and which teams? Well, uh, well, of course, that USC and then that Oregon game kind of stand out. Those are probably games where we'll see, like, the talent disparity on the lines, offensive line, defensive line. Those are the two areas Dion hasn't been able to address yet because he just got there. So as that talent upgrades, we'll see different things in a few years. But as of right now, yeah, they're going to lose badly in some of these games. But they're, I, I think they're going to make a bowl. I think they're going to be on primetime games. Uh, they're going to be really good for the NCAA. But ultimately, the kids are getting paid finally. Not what they should, but at least they're getting some of it. So college football is a beautiful thing to me uh, this year. Uh, I can so totally get behind this product now. So so let so let's talk about that a little bit about the kids getting paid. There was a time and I know Todd had talked about kids should deserve to get paid in college uh sports. Um is it just the major And teams Aguna said is, they should not. Or Aguna like you went to the MIAC, right? Aguna, you went to the MIAC and who else who was it? Do I have to talk about that game really? No, I'm <laughs> no you don't have to. What I'm talking no, what I'm talking about is if the NCAA football college football team should get be paid, shouldn't the MIAC and the other um conference football students get paid athletes? I mean they can now they can. I mean it's it's a different product, different opportunity. But yeah, I mean I think even with college entrance entrance nowadays they look at your social media presence they look at your marketability they look at all that as part of you know entry now and again i've evolved you're right todd i i've uh, i said you know first thing hey, you get an education but then you know i've evolved on the issue especially after the billions of dollars that these colleges and universities are making as a result well of, thanks to uh, me and my tutelage that's how you evolve Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm open. I'm open to change. I, um, you know, so, I, you know, I definitely. So, will... so then, then my question is this, you know, we all are growing. Oh, wait, wait. And, and Stephen is... changed his mind, too. Did he? What do you mean? About what? Was he it got about on my side about. He, the we're talking paying... about college football. He did it. He talking he about paying children. Uh, Stephen was on the fence about it until I convinced him and Aguna. I'm still on the fence about paying college students to to play football or any other sport. I'm still on the fence about that. I'm not 100% for it, but it is the way of the world now, so you just have to accept it. But I think there could be a lot of nefarious like, like things that involved. Like diversity no, I think, there could, be a, I think yeah. there could be a lot of nefarious things that happen because of this, because money corrupts everything. Money, money could be the root of the evil that can get in, 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 entwined in the college game that hadn't been there before. We know it's in NFL, but you know, with 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 gambling and sports and everything else, it's all it's all a crapshoot. It's all okay, just so let so whatever. let me let me say I know there is a young lady who plays college basketball and she has gotten two deals or three or four deals with um some name brand companies. Um I'm gonna pull her up in a minute, but you know, Todd, why did you think that these student athletes should be able to brand themselves and, and get money? Uh, because the name of the game is money. They're doing this to make money. They're playing sports to eventually make money. And while they're in college, the colleges are making money off of them. So shouldn't they 
take any profits and they're the ones that put their bodies on the line. I just think it's ridiculous when um, the school is making money and, and the argument is, well, they're going to school for free. That doesn't even compare to what the school is making. So uh, I think using your body, you should be getting paid for it. Peace, you have a comment on it. I agree with Todd. I agree. I changed my answer. I retract everything <laughs> I just said. Let's, let's, let's listen no, I, I think um, if, he, if the students are paying their way to college, if I have to pay for college for an education, I should be able to get paid for using my talents. Simple as that. Well, that's that's good. That's a that's a good. Um, that's, that's that's good. I want to marry you. Yeah, I want to marry you now, Keith. <laughs> but Keith, can can you wear the dress? Oh, look, he's look look. He's no. I'm not going to do. I already yes, told you, you when you asked me that. last year. I don't know why we always, always have to get. Why do we always have to get married every week? Keith and I have to get married. Because why is this being on the show? Why do we have to get married? That's Todd. That's Todd. That's Todd. That's Todd. No, no, no. Already married. Okay. Because yeah, and I've I've sworn never to get married again. If I get married again. And I am not in my right mind. The milk for free. <laughs> okay. I don't give my milk. We were talking about student athletes getting endorsement deals. Uh, do you want to comment on it? That's uh, nice, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is like halfway solving the problem. Basically, the NCAA said, "Uh, okay, we can't pay these kids, but we can get somebody else to pay them." So, you know, name, image, and likeness in NIL is a good thing. They're getting. Some to receive a stipend from the school as an employee because basically they're working a job. Same way a top engineer can walk into any job they want in Silicon Valley while they're in school and that's seen as, hey, look at that kid using his talent. Or if you're a pianist or something like that, you could go and use your talent. Hell, they sell it during the football games we watch where they show, here's Amy Joe. She works in the science lab. This is why the NCAA student athletes, yada, yada, yada. They're selling that Americana to you. So, yeah, a whole part of when I'm hearing Republicans and free market capitalists on here all of a sudden tell me that a person who works a job shouldn't get paid. That's an amazing conundrum uh, they kind of find themselves in. But, yeah, when you go look at the uh, uh, honorariums that these schools have, uh, the, the brand recognition of these schools based on what we saw athletes do, Michigan is still eating off the Fab Five all these years later. Uh, the great Oscar Robertson, basketball player from in the 60s, they were selling his photo of him jumping, getting a rebound with his legs spread. They were selling that last year. Oscar's mm. still not getting any of it. So, yeah, it's a corrupt organization, and the only way to bring this thing to light was to take him to court and sue him. And now, after they lost the lawsuit, they had to pay a little bit, but it's still not as much as they should pay. Wow. I agree with that. So I was talking about University of Connecticut freshman uh, AZ Fudd. Did I? I'm sorry if I pronounced your name incorrectly, Miss Fudd. Um, she signed uh, uh, major deals uh, before her first college game, and that was last year. But I think now she has even more um, deals. And she uh, said, well, "I'm good. really a pick." I'm sorry. Uh, uh, that's good. Good for her. You know what she can get. That's that. 
Let's if if yeah, it's if that's what they decide, and they decide people are going to get paid and get people get as much as they want. Just sometimes it's going to lead to corruption. But there's so much corruption. How would we even know? That's her, and her parents both played college basketball. Let's now, now, on. Uh, Stacey, but Stacy, just yes. just just flip the dynamic and imagine the CEO of wherever Stephen works coming in and saying, "Well, if we gave Stephen some money, it's like to get corrupt." We can't give them no money. It starts to sound like some old pimp stuff when you're talking about these athletes <laughs> and what they should be compensated for. Because ultimately, uh, what did Pretty Tony say in the Mac? If they wake up with some money, they're subject to go crazy. See, when you don't pay them, it's easier to control them. And that's why you get those hazing stories, those stories of coaches violating people because they knew they couldn't transfer or leave and they had to stay at the school. So a, a good part of being compensated is also just worker protection. And yes, could you, could you send me a translation in, in, in writing of everything he just said? Because I have no idea what he just said. It was so beyond anything that I could comprehend. It was just okay. beyond. I can repeat so, it. No, I no. I need, I, need, I need somebody to write everything out the way it's supposed to be what he was trying to say. Because I have no okay. idea. That was. I'm that gonna was, go was on. Great. I think the world can move on without and you understanding. So thanks, thanks, Nas. Thanks, Nas. That was okay, good. Okay, Aguna. Uh, let's talk NFL. Or you want Stephen to go first with his team? And Stephen Nas was talking about he would eat a hat. Eat a hat, unlike you, because you said if the Eagles won the Super Bowl, which they did, you would eat a hat, and we have yet to see you eat that hat. But uh, Stephen, <laughs> do you want to talk about um, well, your football crow. team? <laughs> yeah, I think the Redskins will, with with Sam Howell, will have a great year. They have got a great defense. I think they could be better than the Giants easily. And I think Dallas will implode the way Dallas always does. I, I hate to say it, but I think Dak's probably going to get hurt. But we have Sam Howell, and he's going to be a great quarterback. And we have a great receiving team. We have two great guys running the ball. We have a decent offensive line. We have a great defense. We have a, a top 10 defense. So we're going to make a lot of noise, and it's going to start. But we thank goodness we're playing in Arizona, and everybody's like, wow, this is a power team. Uh, we don't want to play this team. They're the best team in the world, but we're playing Arizona. So we're going to destroy Arizona and then put a little bit of fear into the rest of the NFL. And we're going to make the playoffs, maybe not go deep, but at least it's a change. It's a good change. And I do think that the Eagles will probably win the Super Bowl this year, and they'll probably beat the Buffalo Bills is, is what I think is, is what's going to happen. So it's going to be a great year. Okay. I'm going to enjoy it. And, and uh, the Eagles deserve, because of what happened last year, they deserve their, their Super Bowl championship. And they have the team that All can right. take them. I guarantee it. Thank you. Nas and then Aguna. Miles even there? What's he doing? It's probably, <laughs> probably, getting ready to, probably getting ready to attack Keith. Fall asleep. Go ahead, Aguna. Yeah, so I'm definitely excited for football. You know, it's a long time coming, and we're only one day away, right? We're 24 hours from now. We're going to be watching the first NFL game. So that's a great – it seemed like it was just yesterday that we lost the Super Bowl. Now we're right back on it again. So I'm looking forward to that. Eagles, you know, I – so there's two parts of this, right? 14 and three last year is going to be very hard to repeat, but I do think our team has gotten better in certain areas. We've gotten younger. 
Um, we've gotten more mature. Uh, so this would be a good time to try to make a run. Now, of course, there's going to be injuries. Of course, there's always that adversity. But I do like the mature the maturation of Jalen Hurts. I think he's grown into uh, a really good franchise quarterback. He's gotten paid. He did what he had to do last year. He worked hard. He got a good offensive line. He got great receivers. The defense is coming along. Got some younger on the front four. In the back end, we kept our corners. So it's one of those things where – they're poised to run it back. Injuries aside, they look like a very dominant team in the NFC. Um, you also have the 49ers, and, of course, the Cowboys are always hyped every year. Um, but to Stephen's point, I do think that, you know, even if you look at what the NFC East did last year by sending three teams to the playoffs, and the Giants are going to get better. I mean, they may not be as good as, you know, as the Eagles, I would say, but I think there's going to be some shifting of, 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 of power in the in particular in the east so i do think there's a window for the red for the commanders to make a move right there because they do have good receivers they don't they don't have a hard schedule they got um some good sam howe he's a serviceable quarterback he knows the system um but it's just going to come down to you know that those first couple of games you know you get a couple of games under your belt three wins you know you only need about six more to get to the playoffs so i can see the the commanders getting, you know, making a run there. Now, again, I don't think they're going to win a playoff game once they get there, but I do think they're – because, again, if you look at the NFC East, even if you're going by the hype of what's going on right now, there are three teams, 49ers, Eagles, and Cowboys. You know, everybody else, things are up for grab. You still got Minnesota. You got Kirk Cousins, who may. You got Justin Jefferson there, so you never know. Carolina has gotten a new quarterback, you know, young quarterback. They still got some veteran pieces around. Him, like Miles Sanders is there, Thielen is there. Um, you, you and again, you also have Seattle with Geno Smith. You know, you don't know what you're going to get coming out of the West. And the Rams, they had a down year last year, but they still have Matthew Stafford there. So, and then don't forget about New Orleans, right? You got David, Derek Carr down there. It seems like he's he's jump started their offense a little bit. So, you, there's going to be a couple of dark horse teams that are going to challenge for the NFC title and are going to come out of left field. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they pan out. Now, the AFC is a completely different story, um, but you have so many powerhouse teams, they're going to knock each other off. You got Cincinnati, you got Kansas City, you got Buffalo again. And so, and then you still got up and coming Miami, you got, you know, Aaron Rodgers now with the Jets. So you got a lot of teams over there. You got Russell Wilson, finally a year in the system with, uh, with Sean Payton in Denver. Um, and then you got the Ram. I don't think the Raiders are going to be that great, but again, you never know. And then, of course, uh, the Steelers. You know, you got Steelers up and coming. The Ravens are always sneakingly good every year. And then, of course, you look at the South, Jacksonville Jaguars with um, um, with uh, with uh, Trevor w. Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they had a lot. They were a really good team last year. They came on strong at the end. You know, kind of build on that. So I'm excited for football. I'm excited for the NFL. I would love for the Eagles to run it back and actually get another title. That would be just great because this time, last time, you know, when they got this, I was shocked, right? So I didn't expect it. It kind of happened, and it just I didn't embrace it the way I would a second one. So I really do want a second title so I can go to Broad Street, you know, going crazy. Before we get to – Okay, before we get to time tennis, let's talk about how oh, you we're not are talking tennis. realistically. We're not, we're not going from football to tennis. 
We're not doing well, it. We got a U.S. Open is tonight. It actually starts yeah, in two minutes. Keith Aguna and I all voted not to go to tennis, so we're in a. This is a democracy. Football and tennis. Get tennis out the way early, so we don't just forget about it. You know, just like Todd come and say tennis, 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 because that's all we hear anyway. We can't even name so, three okay. tennis players on the show. We can't even name them. Only Todd knows. Them. So, hey, Billy Jean King. Okay. No, Aguna, um, before Todd talks about tennis, I want you to talk about how you have been very realistic and down to earth about Eagles chances, as opposed to saying like the Cal Dallas Cowgirls would say, we're going to Super Bowl. You haven't said that. Yeah, I, I didn't say that because I know the NFL is always throwing curveballs and I'm not delusional like most Cowboy fans. So Cowboys, they think that they're a Super Bowl contender, even though their team has gotten worse. I mean, every year, but this team to this team, they added Brandon Cooks, they added Gilmore, and then they got Diggs coming back. They think that those two players, older players now, you know, are going to make them a Super Bowl contender. And they're counting on the fact that the NFC in general is weak and that since Dak is a veteran quarterback and a system with McCarthy's system, McCarthy's calling the plays, that somehow they're going to make this run. But, I mean, there's some question marks on the offensive line. I think Steven hit it on the head when he said Dak may get injured this year. Again, he's older. They haven't fixed up the offensive line. And the big thing that nobody's talking about is the fact that Zeke is in New England now. So Zeke was a great run blocker. I mean, a pass protector. You know, he used to pick up the blitz very well. Now you got Pollard, who's coming off an injury. They drafted a really good kid out of uh, K-State, but he's very undersized. So it's almost like, okay, you're going from this – power run game to now this like shifty game. You didn't fix the line and then you, you expect Dak to drop back and throw it out to these receivers, CD Ram, Brooks, Gallup. Uh, so, and then he, they don't have to tie it in anymore. Again, um, at the time, you know, Witten and Schultz, they were Dak's best friend when um, they were playing because he just doubled down to not so much Witten. He was more so Romo, but <laughs> way back tied in. It, that's where they ran the system. That was his go-to outlet. So, it's going to be interesting to see how the season – and I do predict that I think the Giants may mess around and upset them on opening day. I I, I would love for that to happen, by the way, because Cowboy fans would be just living. Um, so they would be living. Like, you know, Clemson fans were heartbroken with the loss to Duke over this weekend. Even though I'm a Carolina right. fan, a South Carolina fan, and we lost to North Carolina. So South Carolina in general just lost to all the North Carolina teams. Even South Carolina State lost to UNC Charlotte. So it was like all the wow. all the big schools in South Carolina lost all the big schools in North Carolina. But anyway, yeah, we'll see what happens opening day. I'm excited about it. But yeah, I'm realistic. I'm not delusional. I'm not sitting here and saying, "Hey, so, we're going to win 14 games again." It's hard to do that. So, so will your fans be able to see you at the Eagles opener? I absolutely will be at the Eagles opener, and I will be at the Eagles bar in DC for the opener against the Patriots uh, this weekend, but I will definitely be right. in Philadelphia next week for the um, home opener and I will be tailgating and I will be ready. So why don't you right. go up, why don't you go up to new England this weekend? No, nah, I got too much stuff to do. I got, I, my kids got soccer. I got, I mean, I got, you know, you, know, yeah, you I, got a life, man. I know, I know. <laughs> but I, right. will, but I okay. am, gonna make, you know, it's a Thursday night game too. So that's another thing that scares me about the Eagles. They have a Sunday game, and then they turn right back around and have a Thursday game. So, right. I mean, it's kind of sketchy sketchy right there. If they can win both games, it's great. Otherwise, if you if you fall, that's a long time 
What's the second game? What game are you going to see, Aguna? Uh, they play the Vikings on Thursday in Philly. Where? Where in Philly? It's in Philly. Yeah. So that's a win. That's a win. It should be, but yeah, you don't. never know. I mean, they, yeah, they you never know. The Vikings. No, that's a win. They hate the Eagles. The Vikings hate Aguna. The Eagles. You were in and well, out. Your voice was in and out. But no, I gotta. Okay, no, it was, was in good. And out. Yes. So, so, cousin Todd. Can you go to tennis and the U.S. Open is taking place right now. And as of April, the game started with Carlos Alcarez, the rate, number one rated men's player in the world. Uh, yeah. Alcarez, he's one of my favorites. I have three. Uh, Nadal is still my absolute favorite, <clears throat> but he's not playing. You know, these guys are getting a little bit older. And what are you doing, Aguna? We're, we're <laughs> I'm, I'm listening, Todd. Uh, I thought Djokovic was your favorite. But those no, are the only two guys we, I know. No, I do not like Djokovic at all. He's the one I don't like the most. Well, no, it's a few others. But anyway, um, uh, right, hurry things. up! You can't take a, a year to oh do this. Oh my gosh! Now on. they just took three days. Are we, are we done with tennis yet? <laughs> and now you're rushing me through. Uh, Malfis played the other day. Uh, Malfis is, you don't know him. Malfis. Malfis. Yeah, Malfis. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, uh, there was another player who played. Two blacks played. Uh, was that yesterday, Stacey? Yes, I watched it. It was TFO and TFO, um, yeah. And TFO and new uh, guy. Jackson. He's twenty years old. He's um, uh, mixed, Shelton. black and white. Shelton. And, and Shelton, he won. I didn't really want him to win. I wanted Tiafo to win because Tiafo has been playing really good the past two years. But Tiafo was disappointed that he lost, and it was obvious. That was a disappointment to him. But um, I haven't really been watching uh, a lot of the women's tennis this go around because Venus was shut out. <laughs> and so it got boring to me. Oh, no. But you, I thought you like I thought oh. you liked Coco. You don't like Coco anymore? I do. I do. I love Coco. Well, she, she won. She won. And it was exciting, right? Yeah, it was. But so why, didn't uh, bring, why, didn't you, screen, why didn't you bring that Matt up? Why didn't you Shelton say that? And TFO in the screen right there. And Todd had to make a comment about his race. No one made a comment about his race but Todd. That's Shelton and TFO right there. Yeah, because uh, he is uh, black. So what? And okay, there so two then what? Black guys playing. And we Americans. All know that they Venus, are Americans. We all know that Venus and Serena has elevated tennis to the point where everybody is watching tennis because they're two no. black girls. And just like golf, nobody was watching golf until Tiger Woods came along. And he no, that, we didn't watch him because he, he was black or not. They watched him because he was good, ma and he was one of the best golfers ever. That's not true. He's they didn't watch him because of the color of his skin. They watched him so, because he, he was so he dynamic. Excuse me. Okay, I got to move this I didn't along. watch him because he was black. You watched him because <laughs> he was black? 
Well, maybe yeah. that's a, maybe that's a black thing that I that I don't comprehend. You know what? You know what? You have a lot of great white guys who were golfers in the past, right? Yeah. You watch them a little bit, but then you hit this guy come out of nowhere. I mean, right. Yeah. But you know what? I watched. I liked him because he was such a good golfer. I didn't care what color he was. Well, you have the liberty to do so. So. Oh thank well, you. thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> so, let me say, so excuse me. So let me say, I did watch the game today, and I was watching Rublev and Medvedev, and they're both Russians, and they said it was so hot on the court. Uh, Medvedev said that he's going to just die. And the thing I I, I question is like how come these players don't have any type of representation? They're playing at the Arthur Ashe Stadium, one of the newest, best built stadiums in New York. Um, they have also they've got they serve caviar in there. Todd and I were there last year for a match, and they served. Did you have caviar? You had caviar. You look like you had some just now. Todd looks like he's eating caviar right now. <laughs> I'll and I'll so the point it. is, we were cool. Everyone, you know, they have the best, finest wines. You know, it's not like going to an Eagles game and you're going to get, you're not going to get fried chicken fingers and French fries. For 20 bucks. Gourmet food. Right. You're not going to get that at Arthur Ashe Stadium for the U.S. Open. You're going to get more gourmet food, well, not that type of food. I, I used to work with Arthur Ashe's brother. I used to work for, okay, for about a year with Arthur Ashe's oh, brother. He's a really cool guy. Uh, let me just nice. uh, clarify what Stacy was saying. That's not everywhere. We were sitting in expensive seats, and you have to be sitting there in order to get that expensive so, food. And okay, so if, my point is that's what they had around inside the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Right. They, but, you couldn't, uh, in, within the Arthur Ashe Stadium, you couldn't get fried chicken fingers and french fries it wasn't okay. offered to buy but let, let me just again clarify where we were the average people could not even come into that um um area to buy those oh the average foods. people you know and that's I, didn't, I didn't mean that and that's, I, the commoners yeah, yeah, sure did. the I and I must say, like you that. know, full disclosure, full disclosure, the tickets were given to us by Todd's sister, the doctor, and yeah. she paid for them because she's a medical doctor. So she has. She's a medical doctor. Money. She's got the money. That's very yeah, nice. According to Todd, I'm surprised they let blacks in there at all. According to Todd's. So let me finish my point. If you can afford it, you, they'll let you in. Let me finish my point, please. Well, and my point black? is this. How is it that these players do not have ability to be cool? They are overheating right now because of the weather and unable to be cool to play to their full capacity. And is it, do they need, Todd, uh, a union? What do they need for the Arthur Ashe Stadium to make it comfortable for them? And well, why haven't they done that? Well, does someone have to die first? No, that, that was being extreme. They have a roof that closes. Um, so oh, wow, we, I didn't know that. It opens that makes and closes. Sense. It opens and closes. That's right. And so you can't um, it's going to get hot. But so, if you close it and turn on the AC, then everybody's cool, right? Nobody's dying. No, nobody's it's, it's why are we even still talking about thousand people in here? Uh, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to keep everybody cool, man. I, I'm not interested. Right, I'm just trying on. to keep it going.
<laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's, Thank let's you, Ty, for all that you are and all that you do, Ty. Thank you. We have a short time. In other words, move on. Let's move on to yeah. Keith. Keith, let's talk about this is the first time they put on TV the Trump-Rico case where uh, they had the prosecution there talking about trying to, in Georgia, have all uh, defendants in, uh, have their case done at the same time. Uh, the judge said that, be careful what you ask for, that may be a little bit too much for them to be able to handle. Do you agree or disagree with the judge? Well, probably so, because he got so many of them. How many How many people are being... Uh, 19. Besides, uh, 19. Trump? Yeah, 19 people. So, yeah, <laughs> I would say, duh. The judge is yeah, right on but Would you say, duh, when they're um, doing that with the mob? Well, they didn't do that with the mob, did they? They did. Oh, they all of the mob, the whole, the whole kid and caboodle. Okay, kid. let's move on because obviously yeah. he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, but I'm asking go, you. I was asking you. Do you know if all? I have already answered. Asked and answered. This is what okay. they do to get the mob. And okay. as a matter of fact, your boyfriend <laughs> came up with this in New York, Giuliani. Mm-hmm. And so, Why do you, oh, yeah, you got to stop making uh, comments like that, Stacey. Uh, not, you know, making comments like everybody, every man is my boyfriend. I mean, you don't want to do that because listeners. That I'm, I was just, I, he, you like Giuliani. So, <laughs> no, okay, so he's, Todd, Todd, he is checking you and saying, stop saying that because that does not apply to him. So, Todd, yeah, stop saying yeah. that. I mean, you know, I'm not gay, so why aren't why are you uh, constantly bringing that up? But anyway, constantly okay. bringing up your uh, buddies, Trump and and Giuliani and the rest of his. No, it's how you're saying it. So just you know, leave that out. But go ahead, Keith. Do you want to finish your point? Yeah. You got ten seconds. Yeah, I just wanted to say, yeah, it's okay to call them my buddies. Yeah, that's fine. But to say my boyfriends, people no, might. Think, I, okay, hey. all right. So, I take it back. Your bu yeah. your buddies. Yeah, my buddies is cool. I would say that yes, said your butt buddies. I did not. What is uh, wrong with you? Just did. He just said your butt buddies. Come on, Todd. Todd. You made you Todd. made you made a guna you made a guna disappear with that statement. Yeah. Go ahead, Come go on, ahead, Todd. Go ahead, Keith. Come on, Keith. Go ahead, Keith. I, we won you won this argument, Keith. You won the argument. Yeah, I'm just saying what I, argument yeah, did he win? Right. And he's not gonna marry you. The judge is home wrecker. And uh, I don't see why. How can all of them be tried at one at one time? I, right. you know, see nobody's really actually Trump not even accused of uh, of uh, insurrections. He, I mean, that wasn't indictments. It's that all theater, Keith. It's all it's all theater, man. Yeah, exactly. So we know what's right. going on. The majority of this country knows what's going on. I'm not worried about it. It's not even worth no. discussion because it's so stupid. So let me share my screen, please. Uh, we have breaking news that happened about four hours ago. Former President other. Donald Trump, according to Reuters.com, was found liable for defamation in writer Carol's second lawsuit written by Jonathan Stemple, uh, September 6th at 3.50 p.m. Uh, he was found liable, and the jurors will decide how much will only decide how much the U.S. former, the former U.S. president should pay in damages.
the disgrace. Do you want to comment on that? Slice and peach. Where was, where was, president. Where, said. Where, was the, where was the trial? Never mind. Let's move on. It was in the uh, New York. Yeah, it was yeah, in New York. Like what do you think, hey, what do you think's gonna happen? What do you yeah, think's gonna happen? You want him tried wow. Oh, he's gonna have to put your money time. out. Donald Donald God, Trump's a bad God. guy. One at a time. Stop. You're not going to have an educated conversation on this issue. Yes, you're going to no, have an educated no, conversation because Donald Trump, Donald Trump is not is is not enemy number one to America right now. It's no. Joe Biden. Amer America's number one enemy no, is Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. Topic, we can get back to okay. the topic because at the end yes, of the let's day, get back to the talk for him to have all these different cases against him, right? It's all There's BS. A massive conspiracy out here. You it's all BS. About look, did he do it or not? And if no, he didn't do it, why all. would he put himself in the position to have all these things be brought up against him? He, he didn't. This is this is a this is a banana republic. This is a banana republic. We're living in a Guna. You know that. There we go. Here we go. So he has no. He he's no. He's not responsible for anything. He's not responsible. Even I said one at a time. Position. He's so not this is what he's I'm going to do. You got 60 seconds, Aguna. He's no, he's not responsible he's for everything that's going on. Shut up. Here we go. Once he's we not responsible. Money. These okay, people are nefarious. These people are Steven, liars. That's his time. Steven. Go no, ahead, Stephen. Finish, finish your nonsense. No, yeah, these people, time. the people that are against Donald Trump are nefarious liars. Donald Trump has not done anything wrong. If you can't figure that out by now, then you're either part of the problem or you're ignorant. Either way, it's not my concern. I know what the truth is. I speak the truth. I don't tell any lies. Donald Trump has been persecuted unfairly. Donald Trump has been beat down because he wants to go against people like you two. He wants to go against the people who are the elitists who think that they rule the world. And, and But he was on our side. Keith knows it, and a lot of us knows it. And the populist movement that he started is going to continue even without him. We are going to defeat you because we are all going to stand up. We're all going to stand up together. It doesn't matter what Thank color you. we are. It doesn't well, matter how much you try to divide well, us. Our listeners, our listeners you just you. heard that, right? All of a sudden... We're the enemy because we're holding him accountable for the rule of law. All of a sudden, there's this massive conspiracy across the country just aimed at Donald Trump as if Donald Trump cares about Stephen or Keith. He doesn't care about them. He cares about their money. All right. Look at all the people that used to work for him. Look at all the things that he did or didn't do for America. No, we just want we just want we think we can do better than Donald Trump. This guy is not a victim. If he is, if he's a victim like you say he is, Stephen, why would we want him in office to begin with? I mean, at the end of the day, it it's comes a down victim to, the, to our government, the, the CIA, the FBI. Stacy, mute him again. He can't help himself because the nonsense that he just said, he didn't say anything about accountability. In America, we believe in accountability. We believe in rule of law. He broke all three. So the fact that you got to defend a millionaire that's only milking you for your ignorance and your money is, is you know what I mean? we're not the enemy. Your own mind is you're the independent thinker, but you're not even thinking right now. He didn't break the law. Okay. Well, Stacy, dancing with multiple states. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Oh, sorry. Time's up. We're going you to move didn't on. Break we the got law. a comment. Okay, prove it in court. Excuse me. We got a comment. I'm going to show our comment. If you look at the screen, it says someone listening said James uh, James Hines says Stephen, please stop talking. 
<laughs> he's not going to do that. In fact, the more he talks, the dumber we get. <laughs> no, you were a lot dumber before I ever knew you. Well, then stop talking. Okay. And, uh, yeah, right. and then I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you a talking cat. Yeah, so eventually you'll be a talking cat. Excuse me. Oh, Stephen, that's um, really good. The Biden administration. <laughs> that's, that's uh, who wants to talk about how they uh, have this? Todd, start with the Biden administration's drug negotiation program. Okay, before I do that, I just wanted to make uh, one comment about. Of course, would you, you do. allow this crackpot to go on? Uh, I just want the listeners to hear me. Um, when Donald Trump took papers from the White House, he was not president. And he had no business taking the papers from the White House. Now, sensible, rational, intelligent people recognize that. So when he did that and he was asked to give those papers back, he did not. He said, we already gave them back because he gave a few papers back and he kept the rest for over a year. This is why the feds came into his house and confiscated those papers. Okay, I got to move on. We're now, almost out of time. That's just this one is, thing What he he's did. just said when is not true. There's no truth in what he just said. He's lying he's to you. Let him finish. He's doing? But he's, he's lying. Idiot. He's Steven. such an idiot. That he needs to be Todd, off Todd, you show. can't. Okay, no. Todd, you can't call people names on here. We're not having that. Oh, yes. Stop. I'm calling him an idiot. Because no, you're not interrupting like an idiot. Nobody interrupted him. So now that's just one of the things he did that I want the listeners right, to hear. You can't keep going on and on. Okay, no, that's you it. Allowed I got to move on. To go on and we on. We have to move on. No, I didn't. He had one minute and he stopped. Yeah, then I didn't even get that. I didn't get that because he, he talked minute. over you me. One minute. No, you got one minute. I did not. He talked over you me. Did so. Move on, Todd. I have to move the show on. Move on to blood thinners, diabetes meds among first 10 drugs for U.S. price negotiations. Well, and that this was according is, to Reuters.com August 29th. Well, this is what you see the um, screen? we were. Yes, this is what we were. Now, I can't read that screen, but I can see. This is what we were talking about. The Democrats wanted um, to be able to negotiate drug prices because these uh, drug prices are astronomical which Stephen agreed with, even though he's uh, back and forth. He's a flip-flopper. So, All right, you only have one minute, when, Todd. Here you go. So when um, uh, the president was negotiating those drug prices, asking to be reduced, this was um, not blood thinners. At that time, it was diabetes medication. Um, Stephen said, I'm not on diabetes medication, so I don't care. I did not say that. You did. I said, I want medicines to be cheaper for everybody. They're way too expensive for everybody. Yeah. Okay. I never right. said, Steven, I'm not Steven. on a particular Steven. medicine, yes, so I don't care did. if it's cheaper. Yeah. No, wait a minute, Stacy. He's definitely yeah. lying on me. Yeah. What That's I'm saying okay. is, if you I take the medicine it. or not, Stacy, if I... Steven, you can rebut him, but you can't take up his time. Which he already ahead, did. Todd. So going back, Steve, he went, I don't care. I'm not on. Uh, he went way past his time. Then he he said, went past his time. You're acting like Trump. He interrupted Stephen. it. Did you? Go ahead, Todd. Todd, Todd, just talk. You've got 25 okay. seconds because that's right. where he came in. But Stephen has you got go. to. Just, no, you're egging okay. him on and then saying. Right. I'm just saying what he said. 
uh, because he wanted blood thinners to be cheaper or some heart medication that he's on. He wanted that cheaper. I said, yes, that should be cheaper. He's all for that. And so that's in the works. But the whole idea of negotiating drug prices is a smart one. Which I'm not on Democrat. any medication, but I want everybody to get cheaper medication. I'm not on any medication now, okay. but I want everybody to get cheaper you medication. Sure Are you sure about okay, that? Go ahead. Even though go it's ahead. a Democratic go idea, it's an idea from the Democrats. Using, Usually you hate no, that. Excuse me. Stephen has one minute. Stephen, are you going or no? Hi, he can't go. Okay. Let uh, Keith so, go. Keith, did you want to go? Well, oh, what, what, is, what is my, no, what no, is my no, one no, minute no. consist of, Stacey? It's over. It's, it's over. one minute to talk about what you have to say about this drug medication in your rebuttal to Cousin Todd. But oh, I'm okay. Let me get, get I'll, I'll get it in. All right. Just let me, mind. I'll let it, I'll get yeah. it in. I want everyone, I want everybody you of every, 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 everybody in this country to get cheaper medication. That's what I want. I don't care what medicine you take. I want your medicine to be cheaper because these companies are taking advantage of you. These these pharmaceutical companies are taking advantage of you. You don't have to pay this much. Find a way, everybody, individually and with groups and find out with people. Find Get together and pay wow. less. Pay less for prescription. Pay less for this crap. Because how, if we how? all... Be how, how, how is if we all get together, we can over, over, overbear the system to where it is now. If we all come together and say, we don't want to pay these high prices, what can we do? They have to come down because their profits, their profits, wait a minute, these companies, their pharmaceutical profits are billions of dollars. They're billions of dollars that, that, that is not unnecessary. Our prices need to be down. Even if I don't buy any Steven, prescriptions, I want your prescriptions tied to be less. Lorazepam okay, or whatever Steven, the hell you are. Thank you, Thank you, Stacey. Right, thank you. Todd, Ooh, you kept interrupting about? him. Todd kept interrupting him over and over and over and over again. I interrupted After him, I so it's all, him we're all square. I interrupted him, okay. too. We're square. Okay, y'all square. All right, good. Now, you let's said absolutely nothing, Stacey. How'd you let him get okay, away with let's that? Let's move on. He let's said, let's all stand on. together. The lower drug prices. That was his, that's his response. Mitch McConnell. Okay. Mitch McConnell is standing with the U.S. Senate Democrats to push you heard that? You heard through, that? Mitch to push McConnell's through. He's a Republican. He's standing with the U.S. Democrats. Not the Senate to Democrats. He's a rhino. To push through the Biden administration's $40 billion plus um, bill that will also help those people in areas like Florida who were hit by Hurricane Adalia and uh, the wildfires in Maui. Um, as Mitch McConnell does that, what chances or what opportunities does the House of Representatives, Speaker of the House, have to stop and not do that because the government's going to shut down in about a month? Keith? Well, he's going to obviously throw some breadcrumbs to make it look like they really care about Maui. Uh, so that's probably going to pass. Um, but I would say, uh, I'd say that Aguna was correct. Uh, he's uh, a rhino. He's not really uh, authentic. <laughs> hey, coming from you, that's a compliment. Well, you know, I mean, seriously, I, I, I've known Isn't that. Isn't the essence of government compromise? But if you compromise, you're a rhino. 
And so the Constitution that you towed around that you love so much, you don't even like the way it was put together because that's oh, what it was. It was a compromise. Yeah, but I love the way it was put together because everyone agreed. You compromise? No, that compromise was good because they all. Oh, agreed. okay. So that compromise was good. This compromise is yeah. bad because it's helping people yeah. in Florida and Maui, and it's doing things. That's no, no. What did I say? I said it's going to probably pass, and they probably will do it. But I'm just well, saying because they're doing it, they're considered rhinos because they're working together and compromising. Yeah, because they're still spending money, our tax dollars. We've always and, uh, spent money. Ukraine, so Ukraine, money. Never spend money. Trump Donald spent more Trump. money than anybody else. You didn't That's right. They, uh, I no, was going to say they want to give bread crumbs. They want to get Joe, Joe Biden did. Joe Biden spent more money than Trump. What do you? Let me just finish my statement. Trump had to spend money. Trump had to spend money because of the pandemic. Yeah, so yeah, they, they, Joe Biden. Oh, stop talking over me. You guys are talking over me. I'm saying please stop. And I was on mute that whole time. Sorry about that. Let me share my screen. And I want to get Nas and Aguna in because I got to watch my uh, uh, U.S. Open. And you guys are going over time. Um, Biden asked Congress Can for $40 billion. statements before you do that, Stacey? I never Can you be quiet? Uh, Biden uh, asked Congress for $40 billion to support Ukraine to replenish U.S. disaster aid and bolster border. Now the uh, Mitch McConnell, the Senate minority leader, is on board with this. How is he going to make it right? That's my question that I asked Keith. How is he going to get McCarthy, the House Speaker, to agree to this? Nas, they, then never, uh, Keith, then Aguna, then Todd. Oh, what is your state? What's your finisher statement, Keith? You got two seconds. Well, no, you, you said I can go after uh, after Nas. Did you say no? Go after you Nas? had the time. I gave you that time. You yeah, but first. I, go ahead. Because Guna go was ahead. in a. That's because you kept going back. No, you can't keep going back and forth with the Guna. You have to finish your point. Go ahead. Let me make my point. So I made my point. I said uh, they want to give breadcrumbs to uh, you know the other. They're putting all of this pork in the same bill. I wish that they had a law, a rule where they couldn't put all this pork in the same bill. It should go to one cause. If they're going to give money to Ukraine, give their money to Ukraine. Don't try to hide it in a package of pork that says, oh, we got to also give money to uh, Maui. No, see, that is, a, that is a crux. That's dishonest. And I don't like it. So that's the way I feel about it. It's dishonest. They always do that. I mean, Thank you, Nas. <laughs> well, I mean... I think eventually they'll get a deal done. As far as the McCarthy section of that group, I'm sure they'll hold that they like. Uh, but typically what we've seen over the past few months with the Biden and the whole idea of Bidenomics is they create a you know computer chip factory or something like that in one of these red states. And the local politician comes out and speaks against it and talks about how bad Biden is. And then he shows up on ribbon cutting day to take credit for it. So I assume we'll see more of the same here. But no, this is pretty standard. This is like what's supposed to be done. you got a proxy war going on. It has to be funded. Uh, you've had two disasters where people have to be addressed. So that's going to be done. And I don't know if you guys can hear me or not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. But as far as like disaster relief, those things are adjudicated and listed about how much can be uh, given and when. So 
that first $700 that they spent in Hawaii, that was because that was how much FEMA declared that money could go. And then you have to do additional bills. So nobody's being tricked. Everybody can read the bill and see what they're allocated to. So I, I don't understand what the opposition to these things are. Are you guys against puppies too? Hey, Steven. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to stop giving Ukraine money. If we had a, 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 a president that wasn't compromised by Ukraine and China and many other countries, then we wouldn't be giving all this money to Ukraine. We need this money here. We need to do things that are pro-American. We need to do things that are better in our interest, and we're not doing that. We have to stop giving money to, to keep this war going that's profiting people that are nefarious around the world. That's what this whole thing is doing. These countries are corrupt. Russia's corrupt. Ukraine's corrupt. The United States corrupt. They're taking our money and, and, and giving it to these people. And what our people here. Israel? And wait a minute. Our people here are suffering. Tied. Our people here are suffering. But we're, we're supporting a war that has no end. This old war should have stopped a long time ago. People could have compromised. People could have came to some kind of decision. But the United States doesn't want that to happen. What happened, Todd, when we were all together and when we decided the government's way too big and we understand this and we need to say they need to stop doing what they're doing and what they're doing okay, in Ukraine, what they did and what they did in, in Afghanistan, what they did in Iraq, what they did in Vietnam, what they did in Korea. Okay, what, why are thank we, you. why are we supporting the United thank States, you, giving Stephen. more money to the Ukraine just to keep it going okay, and you. more people are dying. Okay. Thank so you. let's, I'm let's say this is how the economy works. All right. It's called the military industrial complex. A lot oh, of yep. You're going talking way to over their heads. U.S. corporations. Yep. So we're benefiting, yep. we're profiting off of these wars, right? And yep. It goes to our economy. So when you say, hey, stop giving money to Ukraine because we're not getting anything out of it, we are definitely getting things out of it. I didn't say um, we weren't getting anything out of it, Aguna. So I'm saying it's wrong. I'm saying it's wrong. It's wrong. I finish, please? I we are getting mine. some out of it. You're I right. Give me your time. Give me mine, please. Thank God, you. God bless okay. you. So that being said, all right, <laughs> we should, we, first thing, everybody is against, with Keith and Stephen are against just because they're Democrats, right? It's, they always want to okay, say, you know, okay. Aguna, 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 you can't yes. settle in. You've got one minute. Go. I was talking. What do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> can't settle in. You got one minute. She Go, Aguna. in love with Stephen and Keith, and she wants to I know. I, I, of them. Clearly. So the bottom line of it is, this whole thing that Stephen is talking about, this populist movement that Donald Trump is spearheading, is as anti-American as you can get. If you're pro-tariff, we're in a global society. Of course, we need to invest in our allies and our friends and our influence overseas. That's part of our foreign policy. And to sit there and say Ukraine's corrupt, and then you turn around and say Russia's corrupt, but you want to corrupt Russia to beat a Ukraine. So we take letting them fight over there so they won't take the fight here. It's part of our military industrial complex part of our government to do so and as far as the bill is concerned a lot of that aid that's going on everyone has to get something out of it you're not going to have a we would love to have clean bills go through the, the government that's not how it works because you have too much partisanship going on so yes you got to give something over here to maui you got to give something over here and it has to be packaged together so everybody wins thank you cousin todd okay number one uh you cannot marry uh, Keith, because he's already stop, married. Unless you want to go to jail stop, for bigamy, 
and you cannot marry Stephen because Angela will kill you. So. All right, I'm going to quiet him because I told you. Your poison. They don't like that. They don't like that. No more things about them you, marrying other people. Just you. Stop. You were going to marry both I of them. You I only believe in I only no, believe in marriage between a man and a woman. I believe in a no, marriage stop, between Tom. a man and a woman because the Bible stop. told me so. All right, go ahead, Todd. Here's your time. <laughs> okay, and then the other thing is, which you can't marry either one of them. By the way, say Sim, just saying, <laughs> unless you want to get killed by Angela. Um, the um, America told Ukraine which I've said this a thousand times, that if you get rid of your nuclear weapons, we will protect you from any foes. And that's what we're doing. We're keeping our word. That's what America does. America keeps its word. So now I know you have people like Stephen and Keith who stays high. They want America to go back on their word. Well, no, we're not going to do that. When we make a promise, we intend to keep it or else the world will not respect us. See how that goes? Stop hitting and your head. You've had enough hits to your head. Oh, gosh. Time's oh, up. shut up, you homewrecker. Thank wrecker. you. Time's up. <laughs> now, you all see, Keith and Stephen, you see how I have admonished Todd for doing yeah. that and talking to stop saying things that you don't appreciate and you don't feel comfortable with. And it's uh harassment, Todd. You I appreciate right. you, Stacy. Stacy, I appreciate you. But if he does it, it's Bye, all good. Felicia. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all good. If he does it, okay. it's cool. Cause I, I know it's coming from Todd, and I'm cool with Todd. So whatever he does, I don't have. I really, I really don't have a problem with it. I, I wouldn't sue him in court or nothing. I mean, um, it's all let, part of the show. Let's do a round table. <laughs> let's do a round table. You have one minute. We're going to start Thank you, homewrecker. Then Steven, <laughs> Then. Aguna and Nas, if Nas comes back on and Todd, you can talk about anything you want. I know, Keith, you want to talk about something in particular. Let me see if I can get the article up while you're talking. Go ahead, uh, oh, Keith. <laughs> Keith. You're on mute. Use the technology. Don't let the technology use you. Get off mute. I'm going to use this time to make, uh, you don't have to put it up. <laughs> Use my time to uh, make this comment. I only have one minute or less than a minute. So I just wanted to say that it's interesting to note, everybody, that Todd just said America keeps its word. Wow. That is great, Todd, that you actually believe that. Or maybe you do, <laughs> that America keeps its word. So having said that, China warned America a few, I think it was last week, warned uh, America, the Biden administration, not to interfere with Taiwan. I wonder how you feel about us supporting Taiwan in a military conflict. Ooh, that's my Thank comment. Thank you. Uh, Stephen. Well, I just want to let everybody know, it's, sometimes it feels like, I guess when you get older like me, that all your, every, everybody just kind of slips through your fingers and they're not there anymore. But I want to let everybody on the show know, sometimes we don't get along. Sometimes it gets animated. Sometimes we fight. Sometimes we say things that we probably shouldn't say or we want to take back or whatever. But it, 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 we should really cherish the time that we all have together. And it's just a little bit of time you know, every week. And I appreciate you all very much. And I love all of you all very much. And it's been a great part of my life for the last, I don't know, maybe 13 
years, 12 years, 13, 14, I don't know. But it's been really cool. And I uh, really like to be a part of this whole show, th this whole time. It's been a lot of fun. And um, uh, nobody ever has any hard feelings about anything. Because <laughs> we're just, like, we, all we're trying to do is spread the truth and, and make it a better place in this world. And I know Keith is too, and I know everybody is in their own way on this show. Everybody's trying to make Thank this so world about. That's are, why we care. That's why we're here. <laughs> okay, you're right. That's why we are here, trying to educate and inform and make it a better place, and right. make sure everyone knows knows that they are included. Are you saying you're leaving, or are you just saying? You oh no, no, no! Leave? I'm not saying I'm leaving. I'm just saying I appreciate everybody. I'm glad we're here, and I'm glad we we, we still have this show, and it's been going on for so long, and I. And it's just, it's, it's really great. And I appreciate I can't believe all of it's y'all. it's been going on so long. But thank you, yeah. Laguna. Yeah, thank yeah you. No, I, don't, I don't agree with everybody all the time, but I love all of y'all, man. I love everybody. Yeah, that's right, Nas. Oh, no, no, that's right. You you said that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, so I, I appreciate it that. Like, a lot like Nas. It's been a great journey. Let's continue. Um, yeah, so we got to heal. Uh, this country has to heal. I think we're seeing a lot of things in the news right now and people are entrenched in their position. But at the end of the day, I never thought in my lifetime I would see what I'm seeing going on. And we got to move on from it. And whether you're a pro-Trumper or whether or not you believe it's true or not, I think America deserves better. I think we, we know we should do better. I think we should hold people accountable. And if it's whatever legal troubles, whatever things that are going on, we need to move on so our democracy can move forward. And there's a lot of things going on in the world right now that we're not even talking about. And, you know, look at sub-Saharan Africa, where a lot of authoritarianism is taking root and democracies are falling all over the world. And we can't even do anything about it because we're dealing with this situation here at home where we're dealing with an in twice impeached and, you know, incarcerated Grace. president. And there's a se segment of this country that wants to jump in the fight with him. It's all funny. You know what? Let's just move on as a nation. We deserve better. Let's 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 focus on and heal. And that's all we're talking about when we try to move on from Donald Trump. I don't think Donald Trump is good for this country. I definitely don't think he deserved to be president. And he showed that through his the way that he governed and for the people that work for him. I'm, I'm, I know people that work for him. I know they, they would never work for him again. If he treated his friends, his friends and his colleagues like that, what do you think he's going to do to you? So I think it's important that no matter whether or not you believe what's going on, not believe what's going on, the fact that we're put in this position means that we need to get out of it and move on together and heal. Thank you. Cousin Todd. Maybe. Okay. Had um, Donald Trump done one or two things, it would be no big deal for me. Like, for example, paying a porn star to have sex with him. I would say, oh, well, so what? Even he didn't pay for it. He didn't pay for it to have sex with him. Stop. Let him talk. It's almost you're at the round table. Let's go. So if that's all he did, I would say, oh, well, you know, who cares? But that's not all he did. Like I said, when you take papers that don't belong to you from the government, that's a crime. Had any of us done anything like that, we're even working at the post office, you would be in jail. So you can't do that. Then when the insurrection was going on, he watched it on TV and never tried to stop it. Not I know true. Some people think, oh, it wasn't an insurrection. 
they just broke down the windows because they locked the doors. No, you can't do that. How would you like it if somebody broke down your doors and your windows to come in? So Trump is just no not good for America. And I don't know if you watched the Republican debates, but um, Nikki Haley said uh, Donald Trump spent $8 trillion. What? Nikki Haley, did you want me to repeat that? I don't have any. I don't have any. I don't have any respect for Nikki Haley. Of course not. You don't have respect for anybody that talks against Donald Trump. No, I'm not a Donald Trump. I'm a never Trumper. I'm a never Trumper. I'm very skeptical. I'm very skeptical of Donald Trump. I am skeptical of Donald Trump. If you're a populist, and you're a populist. You're no, I believe do you know what a populist is? Somebody who yes. likes people. You know who's who's anti-populist? The left who does not like people. That's that why they're pro-abortion. <laughs> That's why they're pro-abortion. Like because they Steven, don't like people. Steven. Steven. Because they're pro-abortion. They don't you like people. You came in and took over. You came this in and hijacked Todd's round table. Sorry, Todd. Todd, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. All right, sorry, Todd. But sorry, Todd. Todd, we're sorry. <laughs> okay. Give him a little more. Give him a little more time, Stacy. Please give him some of my time. I yield some of my time, and and Aguna should no, yield some of his time. Out of time to our first responders in our first community. <laughs> <laughs> we make our lives livable. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our women and men for all that you do in sacrificing your lives so that we are free, free to choose whatever we want to say on this show. We are forever indebted. On behalf of Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker, and Diva. And my cousin Todd. <laughs> I'm Stacy Johnson. Let's keep this conversation going. Check us out on TikTok, Twitter, or I'm sorry, X, Instagram. Like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Check us out on Threads and uh, Twitch and Stephanie Stallworth's The Flow Television Network. We will see you and uh, be back next week. At 7.30, good night. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> good this is crazy. Good How show, dare Stacey. you take up my time and allow them to talk over me and then, and then get out? Well, you're the one who went on and on when I told you to stop talking about the marriage stuff and you just had to What say. are you talking about? Listen. You didn't said, like that, and I told you to stop, and you kept it up anyway. I and then when said, I gave you your time, you Stacey, sat there and you kept talking anyway. I said, Stacy wants to marry Stephen. So we're even. I said, did, Stacey did, did he say Stacy wanted to marry Stephen? And Keith, why can't you hear? No, did you say Stacy wanted to marry Stephen? And Keith. She oh, I didn't, I didn't hear that know. part. Well, now you did. Well, thank so. you. Thank you for at least. You know, a a, a a a beautiful female. You know what I yeah. mean? It's always, uh, uh, it's always me and 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 uh, no offense, Keith, but you're not my type. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, no, I know. Hey, uh, Todd, I want to ask Todd, what do you think of uh, Taiwan? I mean, do should we support Taiwan even though uh, China is trying to take over? 
Yes. So, Keith, why why are you fixated on that? By the way, I mean, because because Todd said that we should keep our word and support Ukraine. So I'm saying, if we uh, uh, if Taiwan is our ally, should we support Taiwan as well? We do. We sell them arms. Okay. So, China has warned us not to interfere. I think China wants to take over Taiwan. Steve, what is China? Wanna... China does not look. Listen, listen. I don't care what Stephen... China says. China doesn't. China does not want to go to war with the U.S. because they make too much money from us. Okay, it's a global That's economy. Where do you think we get all our good? Look, you're gonna stay, you're gonna go stick to, to that. That you're wearing something right now, made in China. Made in yeah, China. you're gonna yeah. stick. Yeah, no, Aguna, we are so. Is there anything so, on you in your house that's made in China, Keith? We are so indebted. We are so China. indebted, Aguna. You're right, Aguna. You're right. We're so okay. indebted to China. We don't have a choice. They can they control so much of everything that we buy. Well, we just purchase. We purchase from China. They control so much of what we buy, Aguna. You're right. And it what shouldn't be like buy. that, but it is. That's why our country is, and, and, our, and our Democrat Party is so in bed with China Democrat. because they Republican own us right now. China owns the United States right so now. Trump I'm getting out of here. Trump isn't in bed with China. Trump isn't. Well, wait, I want to share. Wait a minute, Todd. Trump's not in bed screen. with China. As far as I, know. I don't ties. know. I want to share. He gets this. his ties made in China, but he's not in bed with China. Aguna, Aguna, you might be right. You might be right, Aguna. You might be right. We're measuring debt. Excuse me. Look at this. We're measuring debt by president. Uh, while the president does have a huge impact on national debt, budget deficits, which lead to more debt, also occur in response to unexpected events such as increased defense spending after September 11 terror attacks or government aid during the COVID-19 pandemic. So this is debt by U.S. President Franklin Roosevelt. This is according to Investopedia.com. Franklin Roosevelt was number one, then Woodrow Wilson. Can you see that? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then Jimmy Carter, uh, Ronald Reagan, mm -hmm. George, George W. Bush, George W. Barack Bush Obama, Lee. George H. W. Bush, Richard Nixon, then Donald Trump, then Jimmy Carter. No, but that, no, Donald all this. Not, this is kind of out of order. <laughs> no, this is what Where's they found in percentages. Show where Joe Biden is. This is they, a little I bit don't out of order. He's not out of his. Joe Biden. Oh, they have him right here. You see him? Joe He's Biden all the way down at right the bottom. Here. Wow. Look at that. Jesus. That's just helping you don't know what you're talking about. These are factual numbers. But yeah. Fox News doesn't tell you that. They just I, don't, say, I, don't watch, I don't watch Fox News. Okay, well, the dark web doesn't tell you that. I don't watch the dark. I don't know what the dark web is. The dark web well, sounds scary, Todd. No, it's not a, a web that reminds me of spider you so the person who put us on. most the person who put us most in death, death, debt is Franklin D. Roosevelt, who started Social Security, which I find yep. very interesting. And, and, and that's exactly right. That was Ronald that was Reagan. social was social security. Social it goes with socialist. Social security socialist. Oh my god. What were they doing before that? What were they doing before that? They were dying at 65. Broken hungry. All right. Thank you. Good night.
All right, guys. Good night. 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 Good